Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Into the Now podcast. Um, a lot has happened since, or a lot is going to happen, I guess. Or, like, I have a lot to tell you guys today, but today I'm doing an episode that I'm, like, so excited about, and this is, like, <laughs> the fangirl's gonna come out in me. I'm talking about books today, which, if you know me, I'm, like, a nerd for books, so get ready because I'm going to be extra annoying while talking about these books that I love today. I think I have like seven to eight of them that I want to like talk about and point out that I've read in the last year that I just absolutely love. Honestly, some of them I read back in middle school, but I reread them recently probably, which is why I have them on my list. But um, little life update, which is why I said I feel like I have a lot going on, even though I really don't, is that I'm going to Hawaii next week, which I'm really excited about. I'm going for like 10 days, so that'll be really cool. I'm going with my mom and dad and brother. My poor pups have to stay at home, even though obviously they can't travel with us, but my boyfriend's coming to watch them. So that's good. They'll have fun with him for like 10 days. My older brother's not going on the trip, so it's just me and my brother Ryan and then my mom and dad, so that'll be fun. Um, What else do I have going on in my life? I've stayed pretty consistent with the gym. I've been slacking a little bit these past couple of weeks which is, or not past couple of weeks, I literally just started going like a couple weeks ago, these past couple of days, um, which is fine. I just needed to like chill out and I'm going to play pickleball tonight, I think with my boyfriend. So that'll be fun. And it'll be a way for me to get active. And I just got a bunch of new clothes from Hollister because Hollister is on the up and up. Man, Hollister has some good shit, y'all. Like I love Hollister's pants so much. They have my favorite pair of jeans ever. I wear like the dad jean style from them and it is literally the best. So if you're looking for a good pair of jeans, that's like vintage 90s looking baggy, but not exactly like tight straight jeans, but they're still pretty like they're like good fitted. I don't know how to describe it. The dad jeans from Hollister. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Go and get yourself a pair and we can twin. It'll be fun. I can send you the link too. Text me. And they had cargo pants on sale, which is amazing. I bought two pairs of cargos. I bought them in cream and then in black. So I was like, these are so cute for like game days and for going to class and stuff. And they're literally the comfiest pants ever. I could sleep in them. So go get yourself a pair of cargo pants. It's trendy right now, y'all. Get on the trends. But I think that's really all I have for a life update right now. Nothing too crazy is going on. I've been having a hard time with FOMO. Faster Horses was just this past weekend and like I had a f- chat with my friend Sophie about it, but it's just like hard. And like I know I did a whole episode on like levels of friendships and how you have to accept that your friends are going to see you in a different light than they see another friend. But it's just hard when you know that your friends are out doing stuff fun without you and you're just like dang like I wish I could be there with them or like they you see them go and do these things or you know they have stuff planned and you're just like oh it's hard and you don't want to be that person that says anything because you're like okay I don't want to sound like a psychopath a jealous attached person but like obviously I'm not going to say anything because I just need to get over it on my own but I've been having a hard time with that lately so even though I talk about it like I know everything and like I'm a know-it-all. I'm really not a know-it-all. I struggle in my bed at night as well. Before I go to bed, I have the demons are haunting my mind. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just said to my mom today, I was like, the demons really do be living in my head rent free. And my mom's like, really? Addison, like, really? <laughs> I think I'm funny, but I don't know. She doesn't. It's fine. That's really all I have. I'm going to hop into, literally today, I'm just going to be talking about books that I love and what they're about and the rating that I give them and what I loved about them. So if you're a book nerd and you just love relating on books and talking about books, this podcast is for you. Um, Yeah, I hope you enjoy. I'm really excited. And if please 
if you hear anything that I say that you like or like or like, oh my gosh, I don't agree, I agree, text me. Reach out and we can chat books all day, baby. Please reach out. But yeah, I'm going to hop right into it. So enjoy. I have Allison and Ashley and Sydney that want to say hi before I hop into this episode. Go ahead and say hi. Hi. That was probably so loud. Okay, perfect. <laughs> two books first that one is like a really good summer read and the other is just a good read in general any time of the year it kind of takes place in like the winter time I'm pretty sure I read it during the school year so I don't remember everything about it but I remember like obviously the important parts about it but everyone there's like a big debacle about this I don't know if many people know about it but about how they're like literally the same exact book but they just take place in different settings and there's different characters obviously and different authors So the first one that I want to talk about is one of literally like it made me so happy to read. I think I read this in April and it's called Every Summer After and there was just a um, sequel that came out to it called Meet Me at the Lake. I haven't read that yet. That is a read that I need to get on. Maybe I'll go to Target and get that tonight. But Every Summer After is about like it's a childhood friends to lovers thing. They grow up together on the lake. Uh, It's so good. It's like a small town type of thing. And then they reconnect later in life when the mom, something happens to the mom. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, so I'm not going to share what happens. But if y'all haven't read this, mm, 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 mm. dude, it is so flipping good. The characters in it is just like the perfect summer read if you're like sitting by the lake or something, even though I'm, summer's kind of coming to a close. We have like a month left. So get on it or even read it in the winter when you're like having the summertime blues, you know? <laughs> but it's literally so good just like the drama in it and it kind of is ties into like if you like the summer I turn pretty series it kind of is a little bit like that because like growing up like they don't like each other they don't like each other they don't like each other like not like actually but like they're claiming that they don't have feelings for each other I guess I should say and then all of a sudden it's like this whole blow up thing because she sees them like 10 years later it's not 10 I think it's like seven or something but like years later and then this news comes out about why their friendship ended and you find out at like the end of the book just like every other book because they have to keep you entertained somehow but then the other book that I love 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 loved I read this for book club that like didn't take off at school because we me and my friend Emma tried starting a g5 book club which is my sorority and then people were so interested and then nobody would show up to the meetings or read the book so I was just really sad about it So this was like one of the one books that we did and it was called Love in Other Words and it was written by Christina Lauren, which by the way, if you didn't know, little fun book fact, Christina and Lauren are like two separate people, like two people wrote one book. I just think that's crazy. Like how do you collaborate like that? Like is one person writing and one person speaking? I don't know. Oh, I just dropped my phone. Sorry. (laughs) But um, that is also a childhood friends to lovers thing and it's about a girl who lost her mom when she was younger and she goes and gets this lake house once again. But this more so takes like place at all seasons. And she goes and gets this lake house. And the boy next door is like from a family of all boys. And his name is e- or Elliot. Elliot or Eli? Elliot, I believe. And they grow up denying their feelings for each other. But she goes home every year to like um, her hometown. And he lives there, like actually lives there. So then they have to communicate through email and all this stuff is like happening in their lives. It's like a coming of age story. And then when they're older, it comes out their feelings and it's just 
all that good drama and it's there's actually a really like trigger warning for that book it's like it has sexual assault in it which is kind of crazy it was like kind of a big plot twist and you kind of have to connect the dots on your own it's almost like perks of being a wallflower which is also a book I have on my list that I want to chat about but it's really good if you're into that like plot twist type of thing like oh shoot oh my goodness I didn't even think that would happen so yeah those are both really good books if you're into like childhood friends to lovers type vibe and they both take place in like lake houses they're amazing but there's like a huge debacle about how they're the same exact book but they are like super similar so I thought that I wouldn't like one like I thought that I wouldn't like every summer after because I read it after love in other words but I liked every summer after more but I'm more of like a beach type setting girly when it comes to books like that so I think that's why I liked it better but I do think that I liked the characters better in Love and Other Words. Both great books if you've read them hit me up let's chat about which one you like better because I really want to know. All right girlies so here's a controversial topic in the book world Colleen Hoover. I said it y'all but it's this book just cannot be beaten for me like I don't care if Colleen Hoover like sets a building on fire and it just goes up in flames and she's in jail for life. If this book is the only the last thing that she leaves her legacy with me, did that make sense? (laughs) I don't think that made sense. I'm so sorry. You know what I meant. If this book is the last thing left with me from her, I guess I should say, then I will be a happy flipping camper for the rest of my life. Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. This is the book that I will recommend to anyone if they are looking for anything to read. Ugly Flippin' Love. Yes. Okay. All of these books are going to be like romance type foofy stuff that you see on TikTok because that's my vibe. So if you don't like that, then I'm so sorry. But she's super controversial because there was stuff that happened with like her son and then people just don't like her writing. I think people just don't like her writing because she blew up and everyone on TikTok loved her. So they're trying to be different. Okay, I've done that multiple times with certain things, but Colleen Hoover is not one of them because her books are so easy to read and they have great plot twists. Whoever says they're predictable is lying. She thinks of the most outlandish shit ever. Like, you are lying to yourself if you're saying that she has the most, like, expectable plot twist. Wrong. Anyways, Ugly Love by her. It's about, it's like best friend's brother or brother's best friend trope. Ooh, ooh, that'll get me going, y'all. That'll get me going. Pilots. She, he's a pilot. She's a nurse. He obviously is like on and off flying, so he's gone for days at a time. They live in the same apartment complex because the girl had to move in with her brother because she didn't have a place to live. They end up falling in love, but he won't admit that they're in love, and it's just a whole drama-filled adventure between them two and has a lot of you know what scenes in it so it's absolutely fantastic sorry if I just like cut out I I itch my nose my nose ring is bothering me but it's like absolutely fantastic the characters in it are chef's kiss and then at the end of the story you learn why he is the way that he is and it's like a full circle moment I've reread it probably three times I've lent it out to people it is just so good you cannot beat it unbeatable Colleen Hoover also other books that I've read by her that I absolutely love Heartbones Oh, great summer read if you're looking for a good summer read and it has an amazing plot twist. You're like, what in the world is going on when the chapter happens where the plot twist is? Crazy. Um, All Your Perfects, sobbing, had me hyperventilating in my dorm room freshman year of college, literally beside myself. I was like, (gasps) 
So if you need a good cry, read that one. But I also have a big thing with like pregnancy and like fertility stuff. Like I just get really sad thinking about not being able to have children one day or someone not being able to have kids of their own. And that's like kind of what that book is about. Oh my Lord, y'all. All my, all your perfects. Chef's flipping kiss once again. But the main moral of this section was about ugly love which is oh my gosh tate and miles are the characters names they have my heart forever if there was a movie made about this i think i'd be so scared to go and see it because i just would not want the book ruined for me but it's absolutely amazing oh please go read it if you have read it let me know your opinions especially if you're not normally a colleen hoover girly let me know if you like felt differently about that book like rather than the other ones that she's written because i get it they're a little bit of a cheese ball of a book but there's just something about how easy they are easy they are to read and the plot twist. Like her brain is just functioning on a different level, y'all. There's just nothing like it. Nothing like a good Colleen Hoover book. Mm-mm-mm. So next I'm gonna talk about two series that I love. And growing up, I like always I try to get into like the Hunger Games. I never really got into Harry Potter, but I try to get into like the Hunger Games and Divergent and stuff. I liked them. I loved the movies. Absolutely obsessed with the movies. Couldn't get into the books. So I always was like, okay, I'm not a series girly. Like, I don't like the ongoing thing. Like, okay, one or two books, that's fine. Like a prequel, sequel, whatever. But I got really into series like this past year. Uh, that's kind of a lie. I got this, the Summer I Turned Pretty trilogy. I read that back in middle school. So it's like, it's one of those books that you just hold close to your heart. Like, if I got Jenny Han to sign a copy of the Summer I Turned Pretty original cover trilogy and it's like that beach orangey cover with all three books in one, my friend Veronica read that one also back in middle school. It's just like she knows what's up, but <laughs> that like if I got that signed, I think my life would be complete. Like I don't think anything would be better than that for me because I have such an attachment to this book and when the show came out last summer, I was posting TikToks like crazy about it, absolutely obsessed. I'm still obsessed with it. If y'all know me, I'm constantly posting about it and I'm really annoying, just like a basic white girl. It's the basic white girl I am. Leave me alone. But the Summer I Turned Pretty trilogy and then the off-campus series written by L. Kennedy, Ellie Kennedy. Ooh, guys. One, if you're into brothers, friend, romance, love triangle, type friends, summer books, Summer I Turned Pretty trilogy. If you love the show and you haven't read the books, read the flipping books because it just makes it so much more fun to be watching the show and you pick up on little things that other people don't pick up on because you're like, damn straight, I read the books. I know what's up. I know what Junior Mint's about. Hint, hint. Read the books and you'll find out what Junior Mint is about. But you'll probably find out this season, honestly. But this season has been so good. Also, the TV show. Jenny Han is doing a great job at portraying the books into the, into the TV show because sometimes... Like, the movies are just so bad compared to the books. Like, The Hating Game, if y'all have ever read that, the book is so much better than the movie, even though the movie was, like, mediocre and fine. But that's just an example. But that trilogy literally has my whole entire heart and soul. I feel like everyone knows what it's about already, so I'm not going to get into it, but it just honorable mention, obviously. Absolutely amazing. Please read the books and watch the show. You got to do both. And then the off-campus series, if y'all like hockey romance, y'all, it's about all of these boys who are roommates and on the hockey team at a university. It's called Briar University. And each of the books in the series is their love story with the girl that they're dating or end up dating. And oh my gosh, 
Elle Kennedy, Ellie Kennedy, she knows what she's doing. She is a girl's girl. She's here to provide for us. Like, send her into war because I think she could literally knock everyone out because she's just, she knows what's up. She's just a mastermind genius. Like, Oppenheimer, about her, she created the bomb. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Literally, if this gets taken down because I just said that, I'm totally kidding. Spotify, I'm so sorry. But those books are just amazing like the first one is like a like a it's like one tree hill vibes like tutor to like hockey boy athlete uh one of them is like grumpy and sunshine type of thing i want to say one's like friends to lovers i don't know they're amazing i got my friend veronica hooked on those i think she at least says she likes them but absolutely love those books if you haven't read the off-campus series do it. She also wrote another series that I haven't gotten into yet, but I'm really looking to get into it because she's that good, y'all. So these next two books are kind of like, they have like a mental health disorder type thing in them, which I think is just like when they have that in it and you feel like you're like searching to relate to them, it's so fun. And like you get to kind of have like the inside scoop on how these people with this these disorders are feeling in a way. So the first one that I want to talk about is Every Last Word. I don't know the author. I read it so long ago. I reread it last year, I believe. And my friend said loves this book who shouted out at the beginning of the podcast as well. And she has OCD. And if you love the Dead Poet Society, this is what I say to everyone when I recommend it. If you are a Dead Poet Society lover, this book is literally that in like high school form with like boys and girls in it. Oh my gosh, there is something about it. It's definitely for like a middle school like eighth grade seventh grade kid but there's because there's nothing like crazy going on in it it's super clean and everything but just like the mental health disorder of OCD and the stuff that the plot twist in it it's just like no way that happened it's almost predictable like now that I've read it a couple of times it's like okay that's a little bit predictable but it's so good and if you love the Dead Poet Society oh my gosh I'm attached to the Dead Poet Society I watched it back in like English in high school became attached ever since sending edits to my friends on TikTok all the time mainly my friend Sophie but if that's your vibe read this book absolutely amazing if you have OCD read this book it kind of delves into like the deeper thoughts of people with OCD and how they feel on an everyday basis and I just had no idea that they felt that way because I don't struggle with this so it's really cool to read and learn about the other one is The Perks of Being a Wallflower, which I found a copy with the movie cast on the cover when I was in Saugatuck, Michigan at the bookstore there, and I literally died. I had to buy it. It was like five bucks. I had to buy it because I love this book and movie so much. And I watched the movie first, then I read the book. Both absolutely amazing. The book honestly made me cry. The movie did not, which is shocking. I think it was reading the words and just feeling those emotions. Oh, but he struggles with I guess like PTSD like post-traumatic stress disorder and like nightmares and night tears and stuff like that and he just has like anxiety attacks panic attacks and he's kind of like an outsider in school and he's going through the motions with these two best friends that he finds his junior year of high school I believe and it's just oh I'm sure everyone knows about the perks of being a wallflower but it honestly just describes the perfect way to describe how someone feels when they're on the outside of things when they're an outsider in a group it's like dang like you're just always in your head, always thinking about how weird you are because you're an outsider, but it's not always the case. You're going to find people that love you. And that book just embodies that and the plot twist in that as well. Disturbing, gross, hate it, love it at the same time because it just represents the character's story so well. Charlie is his name. It represents Charlie's story so well and explains why like 
explains the way why he is the way he is and it goes into depth it also has suicide in it so if you don't like reading about suicide and sexual assault stuff don't read it but if you are okay with reading it please read it it's a great read eye-opening amazing so good it's a classic just to wrap up this episode i want to talk about the most recent read that i read that's that was a really weird sentence and it was called the seven year slip and it's by ashley poston ashley poston <gasps> it ended up being so good i thought it was gonna be bad i got it off of like the new releases rack at target and i thought it was gonna be bad because I started reading it and it had like magic in it like not like wizard magic but just like time traveling magic and I was like because I've never really been like a Harry Potter fantasy reader like I like fantasy stuff like that just not in books necessarily or I guess I've never really given it a try but it wasn't really fantasy stuff it was just like subtle time traveling things it's so good it's about a boy and a girl who cross paths in an apartment like a magic apartment and it's like a seven year difference between when they meet each other for the first time and when they reconnect and like they both still remember and they both know that the magic is happening and they don't know what's really happening and it also ties in like suicide and family member losing a family member to suicide which is I think is really important needs to be talked about a lot but I just think it was so good and well done it was such an easy read it was just like nice to like crawl into bed at night and read it so if you're into like romance time traveling stuff um it goes like back and forth between current time and then past time but she's also like currently herself in the past time if that makes any sense it's a little bit confusing I got a little bit confused at the start of the book I was like what is going on but I would rate it like four out of five stars it was pretty good and the characters were really fun in it I didn't really get that attached to the guy because his name was weird and it like icked me out really bad I don't know if that's relatable but when the guy has an icky name it's like oh it's like I don't really want to be reading about you I honestly can't even tell you what the name was oh my gosh it was something weird and I had literally had to look up how to pronounce it. I was like, why are they calling you that? It was just so random, but really good book. Go to Target, get it. It has like a yellow cover. It's really cute. But yeah, that's kind of all I've got for today. I hope you enjoyed talking books with me. If you were late on any of this or you have any book recommendations for me, that's my favorite text to get. Please send them my way. And I just want to say thanks for everyone who's been reaching out about the podcast still and letting me know their feedback on it. It's all been positive. And amazing and I just it really fills my heart with joy whenever I get a text about how they really enjoyed listening to me talk and stuff because sometimes I submit the episode and post it and I'm like oh my god like I was I mean I know I was talking fast in this episode but I'm like oh my gosh I was just talking nonsense and my sentences didn't even make sense but it's nice knowing that people are gaining something from my podcast and can understand where I'm coming from because all these thoughts just constantly are running around my head and it's really nice just talking them out and being able to reach people through it and it makes good conversations happen with people that I don't normally talk to so I love that as well thanks so much for supporting me y'all all right that's all I've got for this week I will see you next week hopefully with one or two episodes love you all have a great week go kill it